Everybody, welcome in. I am here with the one, the only, Aaron Murray. We're talking Locked On Bulldogs, your team every day. And today I get to ask him, what makes this Georgia team so special as we make our push into the playoff? So join me as we talk about that today on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back. I don't need to give this man an introduction. Georgia Faithful, you know who he is. This is Aaron Murray. Aaron, how are you doing today, brother? Man, doing good. Just getting ready for Christmas. And then uh, obviously after that, the, uh, the big game versus Ohio State uh, the following weekend. So it's a good time of year. A lot of fun. A lot of excitement, especially when our, uh, our dogs continue to uh, go deep into the season and, and make those playoff runs. Yes, it is an exciting time. And ahead of that dog's December 31st matchup against Ohio State, there's no better way to kick off the tailgating than with a Twisted Tea. Fans 21 and up can go hear more about TwistedTea.com for more information. And with that excitement going on, Aaron, for the playoff push, I, I just want to simply ask you this. Much has been made about how special. Th this is the golden time of UGA football, where every single year we are in this playoff push we have tradition. The cabinets were never bare. We have longstanding. But what makes Georgia right now so incredible and ahead of other programs in the nation, according to you, who's been in the building and now can see with your yep. eyes what's happening currently? Well, it's going to be nice to uh, to enjoy this, this special season with, like you said, some twisted tea. And, and, and for fans out there that want to get some some good tea with 5% on it, um, they, they've got some limited edition edition UGA packs. So make sure you go check them out. They are all over the state of Georgia right now. So best way to do it. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to the game or not, but if I'm home, I will be drinking my special edition. Uh, you see it right behind me on this side. There you uh, go. UGA packs twisted tea. So, um, but yeah, like when, when you talk about the, the how special this football team is this year, I think the one thing that really jumps out to me is uh, the fact that that these guys stuck it out, especially on the defense mm. side of the football. Like I, I think right now, you know, the big news is is in the past couple of weeks has been really the transfer portal. Guys jumping in and out, guys that are starters, which is still beyond me at certain universities, especially quarterbacks, deciding to essentially test the open water, see what school they want to transfer to, whether it's for you know, NIL purposes or whatever, but you see a Georgia team that we all know, you know, lost a lot of guys on the defense side of the football. A lot of those guys went on to the NFL draft, a ton of first rounders, but the, the understanding from those underclassmen, those, those freshmen and sophomore that if yeah. I wait my turn, if, if I just stick it out, continue to learn from Kirby, continue to learn from Muschamp and that defensive staff, that when my number is called, I'm going to be part of another great, awesome defense that's going out there and kicking butt. So to me, that that's, that's a special thing, and, and it goes to the staff of what they've done behind the scenes mm. to, to keep this roster intact. It goes to the, the, the beauty and how special Athens is and the opportunities you have as a student-athlete there, whether it's academically, whether it is just as a, as, a, as a student there and all the fun. We all know how great downtown Athens is. And then, you know, NIL opportunities, I think, are, are tremendous right now at the University of Georgia. So I just love – the ability to keep that nucleus together to develop both sides of the football. And it's, it's paying off right now. 
Uh, that's exactly right. It is a very, very special place. It's very near and dear. Uh, and, and this is the thing I, I don't think Georgia fans, I, I, I need to come to your defense a little bit, Aaron, because uh, you have obligations in your life nationally to not be just a homer. I get to be a homer and I just get to be a fan on here all day long. So uh, this next question is to kind of give you a little, uh, uh, maybe maybe just some platform to say, because uh, Georgia fans, you, you come out with very, very good analysis, um, but you came out recently talking about Stetson Bennett. And this guy, you said, is, is I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but where does he rank at all-time UGA quarterbacks, you yourself being one of the greatest to ever play? I think he's number one. I mean, like, you play the game to, to win it. You play the game to, to win championships. And that, that's, that's all of our goals. That's, I mean, that's why I committed to the University of Georgia. That's why, you know, Shock and Greeny and Stafford and, um, and, and, and from, we all committed to the university of Georgia because we thought, Hey, this is a great place to, you know, get developed. We've all had some great coaches in our time, um, to, to help us, you know, succeed, to help us get to the next level. But it's also a place that we felt like you could win championships. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to be that quarterback, which Setson has done to get Georgia over that hump. Like there's, it's just still, you know, beyond me. I'm, I'm not a Georgia guy. I grew up in the state of Florida, but obviously growing up, always respected Georgia and what they did. But still, like to see the talent that they always had, to see the talent that, that we had when I was there on campus, and then you know up until that national championship last year, it's like why can't Georgia just win a natty? Like what is going on here? So, like I said, that, that's goal number one: win a championship. That is why we come to the University of Georgia, yes, and sir. and Stetson was the first one to do it since Buck. Um, I thought obviously he, he his performance. I think it's Buck, but you know what he did on the field um, as as a, as a thrower. As a, as a gunslinger, as a guy that can extend the players with his legs, really, to me, separated himself. And then, obviously, now you throw in the fact that he's won an SEC championship. So, you know, let him to a natty, MVP of that football game. Let him to an SEC championship game, MVP of that football game. Like, that is what we are called to do. So, yes, that is it. And, and a lot of people are like, no, Stafford's the greatest. Stafford's the most athletic. Stafford okay. is the most gifted. I'm not, I'm not saying this isn't the conversation of, Who's the most gifted quarterback in Georgia history? That is clearly Stafford. We know yep. it. he's one of the most gifted quarterbacks uh, in the world. Uh, the best quarterback in Georgia history is, is Stetson Bennett, and he has a chance if he wins this natty, which I think they will, to, to further cement that. Uh, that's exactly right. We're going to come back after this, after I talked about Bet Online. Bet Online is a sports book experts. It's where you can go to get all of the bets for all these games that we're talking about. And if you haven't laid the points right now against Ohio State, go lay the points. You could still, still find it at six and a half. I have emptied out accounts. I, I know six and a half. Mm. Uh, if you can find the money line, you're going to pay some juice on it. But go over to Bet Online, the official sports book experts of Locked On Bulldogs, Locked On Podcast, your team every day. And it's a place you can go for all these bowl games. It's bowl mania. It's the greatest time of the year. We're leading up to that New Year's. Bet Online, your sports book experts. Uh, Aaron, I want to come back and uh, let our listeners know that to celebrate this time of year, Twisted Tea launched a partnership with you. Uh, getting into the weekend started with your Twisted Tea, and right now they can find packs available in stores with special limited edition University of Georgia packs. So go get Twisted Tea at those spots. Uh, Aaron, the, the question I have next for you is this matchup Ohio State. Um, we've been on this podcast. We don't think Ohio State can win the possession game. They're not as efficient, and they dictate efficiency from other teams messing up quite a bit. The game against Iowa is always said, great Iowa defense. Yeah, Iowa turned the ball over, gave them short yeah. fields. What, what do you see? Uh, so so we were on here last week saying that they're going to try to run the ball with Trayvon Henderson not in. They're going to go more like just matriculate down the field, which against Georgia you don't do, but I think they're going to try. Mm. 
if you were Ohio State, how would you attack this Georgia defense? You got to take some shots, man. You, you it is against elite defenses. You can't just think that okay, we're gonna have a you know 10, 12 play drive, five five plus minutes of total possession, and then go out there and execute in the red zone. I mean, that's what Georgia's done really well for the past couple of years. Is you know a, at times maybe bend but don't break. There's obviously not mm. a lot of bending, but when they do bend. There isn't that breaking point. There is a, a, hey, as soon as we get inside our own 20, we defend that goal line. We are not letting anyone inside our end zone. And that's just, you know, I don't care how good you are on offense or how elite you are. Great defenses usually win inside the red zone. And that's what George is. They are a great defense, uh, and especially when they get inside the 20-yard line. So, you know, I think for Ohio State, and we saw it, you know, with LSU a couple weeks ago in that SC championship game, you got to take some shots in between the 40s. Uh, you gotta you gotta dial it up. You gotta say, okay, hey, yep. you know, we anticipate Ryan Day saying that, hey, we, Georgia, we've just crossed the fifty. Maybe we're anticipating some sort of pressure, some single high coverage. We can get some one on one, say with you know Marvin Harrison Jr. on the backside. We're just gonna take a shot. And 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 then you go back to Tennessee, like Tennessee, you know, yes, they only scored what thirteen points that game. Yep. But Hendon missed his shots. Hendon yes. missed two shots down the field. That I still think Georgia wins the football game. I think their offense really had had it going. They kind of you know put the put the brakes on a little bit in the second half. But you know who who knows what could have happened if he would have been able to hit those that inside fade. I believe another outside go ball on the outside to the left there. Yep. That changes the momentum of the game and the energy on that football field. So I think that's what Ohio State wants to do: get to between the forties and take five six shots during the game at some point. And see if you can execute on a on a, on a, on a deep threat uh, to some of your you know, star receivers in order to score points that way instead of having to move the ball methodically down the field. Uh, yeah, we've been on this podcast hoping that Georgia remembers what it was last year SEC game. It looked like our defense changed up the system, and then the playoff they realized that maybe it was a, a fluke, maybe it was something weird. But we're like, oh no, we're those guys that we can just line up and ball out and bring pressure and beat you one on ones. And that's where I think Keely Ringo and Malachi Starks to me are are quintessential in this game. Keely, get him in phase, let him do one on one. Don't ask him to zone. When he gets in zone, I think he gets a little, I hate a little lazy. When he's manned up, things go a little bit better. Malachi Stars, do not get sucked up. I don't know. I don't know how to say it anymore. Don't bite on that play action. Don't don't worry about anything in the run game. Let those linebackers do their thing because the shots are going to be the case. Um, what about the run game from Ohio State? Do you sense with Trayvon Henderson out? Uh, you're right. We both agree that that 10, 12 play drive. Maybe you do that once. Maybe you get yeah. one of those against Georgia. You're not going to do four or five of those. So, do you think? without Travion Henderson, their run game is going to be efficient at all. No, I, I don't think so. Um, and, and I don't think they're going to want to run the football. I do. I think this is a game where you just say, and, and, and I said this about LSU a couple weeks ago, you have to literally have the mindset of we just have to hit go. We have to take shots. We have to throw the ball vertically down the field. And we may lose by 30. But that's the only way we can possibly win. Like you just have to take those chances, and 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 I think they know they're not the most physical team on either side of the line of scrimmage. You know, we've seen them at times struggle this year against the run on defense. Um, we've seen them struggle against the pass on defense. Honestly, like I just think that defense is is improved from last year, but not great. And then offensively, you know, I know they've been banged up at all at, at the running back position. That doesn't help build that consistency. But you know, when you don't have a mobile quarterback, uh, which they don't have. 
And when Georgia can just say, hey, your only run threat is your running back and we can kind of you know, zone into your zone schemes or your, 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 your power schemes and that's all you're going to present to us, I think you're playing right into their hands. This is, to me, I think Ryan Day has to just say, scrap the run game. Our goal is to score 40, 50 points. That's our mentality. And either we're going to do that or we're going to score seven points, but we just can't play methodical type football in order to win. So I don't anticipate – I mean, they're yeah. going to attempt to do it at times, but I don't think you're going to see an Ohio State football team that's going to say, hey, we're going to start the drive off by trying to run the ball on first down and and, and, and that sort of thing. I think it's going to be, hey, we got to throw the ball and have success early on in first and second down in order to win this football game. That's exactly right. We're going to come back right after this message with more. Yeah, I look back to the LSU game, and it was really weird. Uh, Daniels goes down with an injury, and and new quarterback comes in, and they just kind of said, screw it. Let's just huck the thing out there. And they had success. LSU puts up a lot of points on Georgia's D, and all of a sudden people are looking like, oh, hey, that's the script. And while I don't think it is the script, yeah. I think to your point, they just they just hit shots. They just went for it, and you have to do that. You have to be willing to be embarrassed because this Georgia team, you're not going to go shot for shot with them. you got to just mm -hmm. take it when it comes. So let's go back to the offense really quick. Um, who is the, who's the X factor in this game offensively for Georgia? I want to say Kenny. Um, I think last year, you know, what 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 they do in offense and what Todd Munkin does well is create those matchups. And I just feel like every big time game last season and some of the big time games this year on offense is when Kenny McIntosh gets gets his hands on the football. And then going back to last year, it was more of obviously James Cook. Like when those guys are yep. catching the ball in the backfield, getting matched up against linebackers, because we know Bowers is going to get his. Like when Stetson gets up to the line of scrimmage and he sees his one on one, whether it's with Bowers or or Darnell, he's going to go out there and execute. So, you know, I, I feel I feel good about those guys. I think if you want to continue to create some one-on-ones with a guy like, you know, McConkie, or it's great to see A.D. Mitchell back. He's a guy that, you know, obviously I was super excited to see this season and, and unfortunately with all the injuries, but he balled out in the playoffs last year. He obviously, he balled out in that national championship. Would love to see him take his, you know, his game to another level. But in order to get those one-on-ones, if Kenny is a legitimate threat of the backfield, and all of a sudden, Ohio State's saying, hey, man, we can't put a linebacker on him. We got to bring a safety down to cover him one-on-one -on -one, uh, in passing situations. That is going to open up those other guys to win their matchups on the outside. Uh, I love Kenny Mack. He is probably, in my eyes, this year has surpassed DeAndre Swift in kind of that pecking order of UGA running backs. Totality of his game, catching and running the ball out of the backfield. Uh, so he is a X factor. I think if you watch last year's playoff run, Zeus in the national championship game, they were just feeding him on, on pivotal, pivotal drives, five, six-yard mm -hmm. chunks at a time. And this is Todd Munkin's system. He wants to be balanced in it and spread the ball around to set up shots for all those other guys you talked about. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate it. A, a great, great deal. Go get some Twisted Tea. Help our man out. And uh, it's been great talking to you, brother. I appreciate it. Go dogs. Go dogs.